Hey guys, welcome back to the Live, Laugh, Love, Jesus podcast. This is episode three, and I'm super excited for today's message. Um, Before I get started on sharing anything, I just want to shout out Zelly Rohr. She created the cover art for me for this podcast, and she hand-drew the picture, and I can just tell that she worked so hard to put this together for me. So, y'all, Zelly is awesome. If you have any graphic design needs, hit her up on Instagram. Her handle is Zelly. That's Z-E-L-L-I with three E's. So, Z-E-L-L-I-E-E-E. Hit her up. Okay, so, y'all, today we're going to be talking about loving God and loving others because these are two of the great commandments that Jesus gave to a Pharisee in Matthew 22:36. This Pharisee comes to Jesus and he asks him what the great commandment in the law is, and Jesus tells him, the first is that you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind. And the second is like it, he says. He says, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. So I think these are just amazing because these commandments are not rules that he set out for us. He's telling us like to love, you know, those two commandments only tell us to love, which is just like amazing. Like that is just the character of Jesus right there is that he wants us to learn how to love other people. Um, but so now that we know that those are the first or those are the two great commandments that Jesus sets out for us, don't get these confused with the Ten Commandments because that is something separate that we're going to be talking about as well. Um, so how do we love God? Well, I believe the answer can be found all throughout the Bible, but there's also another answer out of 1 John 5, 3, which states, For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. Wow. So in order for us to keep his commandments, we must know what his commandments are. So there's 10 commandments that God spoke to Moses in Exodus 20. So if you ever are wondering who God spoke the Ten Commandments to, it was Moses. So cool. Okay, the Ten Commandments are, you shall have no other gods before me. Pretty simple. God first. (laughs) Um, You shall not make idols or graven images. Um, There's one God, one true God, and, and that is all. Um, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. That is what the Bible says. So we are to have no other gods before Jesus. And we are not to make idols out of anything other than God. We are not to worship other people, other things. We are to worship God. Third is you should not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. This means do not say OMG and do not use Jesus's name out of context. This is important because most of the time when people are using these words, it is in place of a curse word, okay? So if you are speaking the Lord's name, 
like out of context you're using it as a form of like maybe expressing like surprise or even I've heard like expressing disgust like let's not do that let's honor the name of Jesus and let's honor the name of the Lord you know like what if somebody was share like what if somebody told you something or told somebody else something and this person goes oh my goodness blank like and use uses your name like (laughs) it just doesn't even make sense but I think that our nature is to take you know like we are full of sins so it is something that I hear all the time and I see it in tv shows all the time but truly it hurts my heart because we should just be honoring the name of Jesus. Anyways, don't use his name in vain. You're using it as a cuss word. It's true. Don't do that. (laughs) Okay. The fourth one is to remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. So when God created the earth, he labored for six days and he rested on the seventh. He wants us to do the same. He knows that we work and we work hard, but he has created a day set apart for rest. So respect yourself and respect God and take that Sunday off. Stop putting yourself to work on a Sunday. I mean, you can if you want, but personally, I I think it's nice to be able to say, um, yeah, no, sorry, I'm not working on a Sunday because it's just cool that the Lord helps us to prioritize rest. Okay. Fifth one is honor your father and mother that your days may be long. Guys, I love that it says that your days may be long. Like, that's just cool. I kind of wish I could ask God, like, exactly what that means. I guess I could. So if I figure that one out, I'll let y'all know. But honor your parents. They're humans. They're trying. Nobody is perfect. Okay. Six, you shall not murder. I don't think I need to explain this one. I just don't. Okay. Seven, you shall not commit adultery. Yeah. Ouch. Like, mm. I mean, that just tears apart families. That damages people's souls and their hearts so much. It is God's will that marriage would be between two people and that two people would learn how to love each other as Jesus loves us. And the Lord is faithful. So don't commit adultery because if you've committed your heart to somebody, then you should keep that vow. That's a covenant, like under God in the Christian faith. That's a covenant. And I mean, that's just so damaging to do that to somebody. So please stay faithful to your people. Okay. Eight, you shall not steal. Yeah, don't don't steal. Nine, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor, so don't lie. Ten, you shall not covet. And with this one, the Bible goes a step further, and it gets specific. So to covet means to yearn to have something. And this verse tells us not to covet our neighbor's house, our neighbor's wife, our neighbor's servants, animals, or anything that is our neighbor's. Okay, some of that I added on, like the anything that is our neighbors. The Bible doesn't actually say that, but it does say don't covet the neighbor's house and wife and servants. Like, yeah, 
be content with what the Lord has given you because he's going to provide exactly what you need. And you can remember that God delights in fulfilling our requests. So pray, ask God to fulfill your needs. Don't look to the left or to the right at what somebody else has because that's not your life. Like that's not your It's just not your life, and that's okay. You have your own story going on, okay? Um, So, guys, those are the Ten Commandments, and I just also want to let you guys know that we have all fallen short of these. So, these Ten Commandments are God's law, and this is basically the compass that allows us to know that we are full of sin because um, every single one of us have done something that has not honored our mother or father i'm sure we have all told a lie like we have all probably coveted something of somebody's we probably have taken the names the lord's name in vain so just looking at these 10 commandments we can see that we are broken and we have broken the law of god right this is how we know that we are sinners um but the beauty of it is that Christ fulfilled these laws. So Jesus was perfect. He had no sin in him. And he died on that cross to like, to basically pay the debt. Like if these 10 commandments are the law that we have broken and we owe a debt for breaking a law, Jesus paid that for us guys. It's like a speeding ticket. Have you ever heard that analogy? Like, we sped, like, we got speeding tickets stacked up against us, but Jesus paid it off. Right. I hope that wasn't confusing. But it's important to know that the way we can love God is by seeking to keep his commandments and honor the boundaries that he's placed in our lives. Now, there are other, um, other I guess yeah commandments in the Bible right that tell us instruct us on ways to walk but these are the written ten commandments and yeah just try to keep these in mind don't go lying to your friends don't go coveting again this ties back into the Holy Spirit we can do nothing apart from God on our own strength it's the bible says that our righteous works are like dirty rags so really everything that any good that we can do we better be given the glory to god for it right okay let's talk about loving our neighbor so a neighbor could be a friend a stranger an acquaintance a coworker, or anybody that you come in contact with The Bible tells us that we're to love other people just as God has loved us. And it says this, and that it also says that love covers a multitude of sins. So loving others looks like forgiving them each and every time you feel like somebody has done you wrong. It looks like holding no grudge or record of the past. Loving others means speaking kindly and being careful of the words you speak. Because the words you speak can either bring joy to somebody or they can cover a person with discouragement and disappointment. Loving others means not gossiping about them, but only speaking words that will build other people up. 
There's so many Bible verses that talk about the importance of loving others. And I and there's a reason that Jesus says this is the second great commandment. You're going to bring anxiety and destruction over your own life if you continue down a path of speaking ill about other people, speaking malice about other people. There are consequences to those kinds of things, okay? And those words have power. So if you're talking poorly about somebody else, you are just allowing these negative thoughts into your heart and into your mind. And that negativity can flow over to other parts of your life. So you really want to be careful with your words. You really want to be careful to use speech that is sweet, okay? Because sweet speech and having caution with the words that you speak can just ultimately bring so much light over your life. It truly can. Okay, it goes back to having a certain mindset. And in the last podcast, I talked about not saying things like, oh, I can't do this. That's a lie. And actually, I don't want to sound religious, but I'm pretty sure the Bible talks about how you can curse yourself. So it literally says that the power of life and death is in your tongue. Life and death, guys. It says the power of life and death is in your tongue. So be careful with your words because you can curse yourself. And I don't want that for you. And I hope that you don't want that for yourself. So speak those good things. Believe those good things. Know that you are capable because God is able. Okay? All right. So 1 John 4.11 says, Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. Matthew 5.43-48 says, You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven. For he makes the sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? And if you greet only your brothers, what more are you doing than others? So... When it comes to loving other people, you know who God wants us to love the most? Maybe not the most, but he really wants us to love those people that we find hard to love. Because he he says it's not love if you're only loving those who love you back. What good is that? Can you love the person that has talked bad about you? Can you? Okay. Well, 1 Peter 4, 8. 
I referenced this earlier, but it says, above all, keep loving one another earnestly, since love covers a multitude of sins. Y'all, Jesus forgave our sins, and he forgave our debt, but isn't that cool that the Bible tells us that love covers sins? Like, I don't really know what more to say about that, but I just thought that was amazing. So, I'm sitting outside of a library right now because I have to go run in and get a children's book for a lesson plan, but... I just wanted to go ahead and record this. Um, Yeah. I hope you guys have a great week. And I'm so encouraged by you, the people that have sent me messages about this. Like, y'all, I couldn't even imagine that somebody would spend time wanting to listen to what I have to say. But I really appreciate it. So, as always, you are so loved.